Welcome to the Goddess Truth Podcast. And if you don't know, now you know. We are in a season and we are focusing on, you know, the making of a king. And we're looking at different aspects and different things that it takes to, you know, make kings. And we might want we might wonder why is this so important? What's what's the whole point of this? God called us to be kings. Whether you know it or not. He it's it's kind of a part of this purpose and call that we have on our lives, you know. We we are all kings. But the kings have been sleeping and I genuinely believe that God wants you to be aware of your kingship in this season. So this particular episode is gonna be titled The Call or this particular teaching. I know. I know we can cue the music right now, but we don't really have copyright for that, so we just not go into. So in Samuel 3, we take a look and we see that God calls Samuel and God has called you. You see, Samuel grew up serving the Lord. Both Eli and Samuel laid in their usual places. Samuel was lying in the temple next to the Ark of God. And he was he was in the very presence of God. God was calling out to Samuel, but he was unfamiliar with this particular voice. He was unfamiliar with the voice of God. And at some point, we see that Samuel is much like many of us. You know, we grew up in church. We grew up serving God. We grew up serving in a ministry for years. And we have probably never really had an encounter or truly heard the voice of God. And it might not. this might not be Samuel's case where he's just been serving or never had an encounter but he didn't hear the voice for many of us we've probably grown to love serving in itself rather than actually loving the god that we serve and we get so distracted and so busy with all of the different things that we have to do that sometimes we might miss when god is calling us we might miss when he's trying to get our attention one of the things that i found so profound about this was that you know when 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 Samuel heard the voice, he thought it was Eli. So we heard the voice and recognized it as someone sim- similar. Ah, too many African movies. He heard the voice and thought it was someone familiar. <laughs> I'm going to just leave that. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm not. All of y'all who understand that joke, you know, kudos, deuces to y'all. You know, let that just be my little love note to you. Um, But the question is, you know, how is God trying to speak to you? The Bible says Samuel did not know the Lord yet because the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. How is God trying to reveal himself to you? How has he been trying to reveal himself to you in the space of ministry, in the space of you know, your family, probably through prayer and studying. How has God been trying to reveal himself to you and we probably miss it? And and sometimes it might come through a very familiar voice. I'm going to just go ahead and throw a nugget in there, you know. Just because the voice might not be a pastor or a preacher or an evangelist or a prophet or a teacher... You know, we, we can keep going with this. Doesn't mean that God will not use another person to speak to you. Sometimes the way how God reveals himself is in a voice that sounds so familiar. 
sounds so familiar so you know that it's him the bible says my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they know me and i give unto them eternal life that they should never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand my father which gave them to me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand you know the key the key part portion of that scripture is my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me God might be trying to speak to you in such a in such a familiar and natural way that sometimes we miss it it's it's really just that simple some may experience God speaking to them directly from the Holy Spirit within you know maybe a still small voice some may call it a gut feeling and in other words we may call it um you know intuition and some may lean on confirmation, you know, from other believers. However, either way, God will try to speak to you in a way that is relatable to you when you're young and becoming familiar with him. The best way to become familiar with the voice of God is to stay in the word. He never strays away from his word. When you stay in the word, you receive the revelation that comes directly from his word and you're able to discern his voice. You know, God, God, I don't believe God would come sounding like your mother that probably shouting at you dead hot. Like, let me just throw it out there. Like his voice is very gentle. You know, it brings conviction. He wouldn't condemn you. It brings, it brings conviction. And I just think that is so profound that. Even the way how God speaks to us is so gentle in a way that it doesn't turn us away from him. Even as I'm thinking about this, I remember when I was very young, like, I'm, I'm still a young believer, you know, I'm still a young believer. But I remember the first year of actually giving my life to Christ and really seeking, you know, to, to hear the voice of God. And to know when God was speaking to me. And around that time, I dreamt a whole lot. I'm, I'm definitely a dreamer. And I had this crazy, I don't want to use the word crazy. I had this very unorthodox dream, right? And a part of it, I'm not going to tell the whole, the whole dream, but a part of it, you know, I knew that God was speaking to me through this dream. Now, within this dream, <laughs> because back then I was very much into comic books and, you know, a lot of, a lot of superheroes, um, Marvel and DC, a lot of that. And he kind of came to me in a form of a superhero, but it was what he said that kind of really stood out to me, you know, and God speaks by his word. He speaks by his word. He will never say anything that is apart from his word. So even as you become familiar and training yourself to hear the voice of God, let's, let's not get distracted. On the, on the other hand, God may have been trying to speak to you about the call on your life. And you may be distracted by a lot of other things. What made it easier for Samuel to hear the voice of God is that he was in his position. He was where he was supposed to be and not distracted by anything else. What are some of the things that you might be picking up that you don't need to pick up right now? What are some of the things that you're trying to rush and do simply because you might be seeing the crowd doing it and you really don't need to do it right now? Don't get distracted. I don't know who this is for. You know, I always hate those. I, I am not a fan of those reels that start with. I don't know who this is for, but, and I know I probably put up like a few of them. Maybe I did. I might take them down after I release this. I don't know. <laughs> but you know how, how those reels are. You know, I don't know who this is for, but this, this, is, this is your signpost here. Don't get distracted. 
you know, we started off the year, right? We started off the year pretty good. For many of you, you probably fast. You probably took some time to seek out the Lord, but some of you probably didn't. And you still have time. He is always listening and he always speaks. But once you get that that instruction, this is my instruction to you. Don't get distracted. You know, you've been predestined in Christ. Before you were formed, God had a plan and a purpose for you. He knew your entire makeup, every hair on your head and every part of your body. He is your manufacturer. He's your creator. So who best to know how you are supposed to work and what you are supposed to do? In the <clears throat> sorry, in the process of looking for your purpose, you may be waiting on God to call you. You might be waiting on God to quote unquote prophesy to you or someone to prophesy to you to say, hey, do this. This is your call. Hey. You are supposed to become a pastor. Hey, you are supposed to become a, an apostle. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You are supposed to teach. Honestly, it's not going to happen like all, like that all the time for everybody. It's really not. And, and I'm not saying that God won't do it for you. I'm not saying that at all. I truly believe that God responds to a heart that yearns after him. I truly believe that he knows what's best and what e what each person needs. That probably might be the quickening, you know, a particular person needs to get them on track. And sometimes he might just speak in a still small voice within you, knowing that you're called to ministry, knowing that you were probably called to ministry in the marketplace, probably in healthcare, in so many different areas. We look at ministry as if it's just supposed to be within the fall world walls of the church and it's not necessarily that you know when god calls you when he predestines you within him the basic call that every believer has is to share the word of god is to share the love of god is to share what christ did which was make them free in him which was pay the debt for all sin that's that's a basic call that we all have so i believe that unless you are walking in that basic call why are we looking to do something else you know why are we looking to do something else? And I trust me, I get it. The first year, and I'm going to refer to my first year of Christianity so much because I believe that there was a lot of things that I just didn't know. I really didn't. I really didn't know. And I wish I knew more. You know, I remember I was so he heaven bent on <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, what was my call? What's my purpose? What is this big you know, organic thing that God called me to do. You know, what did he, what does he want me to do that kind of blows the world away, you know? And, and at some point I even start to, started to compare myself to those around me. Like, you know, I don't pray like this person. I didn't know how to pray. I don't read my Bible like this person. I didn't know how to read the Bible. Did you know that there's an actual way to read the Bible? You know what? I'm not even going to get into that, but, but I think you guys are getting my point. I think you guys are getting my point. But just how every product has, you know, an instruction manual, the guide to your life may not include that one-stop shop of handing out your call on a silver plate. Your guide might require you to simply be busy living your life in a way that is holy and acceptable to God. And your calling might be revealed through that process. You know, um, sometimes... It might not just simply be a, a whole a whole name. You might find this out or your purpose. And just in the process of living your life, 
just in the process of walking with God and allowing him to instruct you at every turn. As long as there are needs in this world, there's a call. As long as you are alive in Christ, there is a call. So take a moment and sit at the Lord's feet and invite him into you. You know, invite him to show you, to guide you. There's a scripture that says, and I believe it's in Isaiah 30, Isaiah, Isaiah, choose wherever you're from at this point and pronounce it however you want. But the scripture is still going to say the same thing. It says, just as the master kept you alive during the hard times, so keep your teacher alive and present among you. Your teacher will be right there, local and on the job, urging you on wherever you wander, left or right. And he will say, this is the right road. Walk down this road. Walk down this road. And you see that, you know, as long as you are in Christ, you have a teacher, you have a guide. And if you continue on in that scripture says, you'll scrap your expensive and fashionable God images. You will throw them in the trash as so much garbage saying good riddance. And then God will provide rain for your seeds you sow. The grain that grows will be abundant and your cattle will range from far and wide. So once again, we see that we see here that when you're when you're in Christ and when you're being led by Christ. And if you haven't caught on yet, the teacher here. You know, it's basically the Holy Spirit is Jesus. It's, 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 it's God. It's God speaking to you in many ways. And he will be a teacher to you. He will lead you and he will provide for you. But on the other side of that, you see that, you know, wherever there's a teacher, that must be someone, there must be a student that's willing to learn. Whenever, wherever there's a leader, that must be someone that's willing to follow. Wherever there is provision, there must be someone that's willing to receive. So there are so many components as to when God speaks to you and he directs you and he gives you a call. He doesn't just tell you, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. But he also gives you instruction on how to do it. He doesn't, he doesn't just say, okay, I want you to be this great and mighty thing. Go ahead and do it by yourself. He gave you the Holy Spirit. So once again, as long as there's a need in this world, there's a call. And as long as you are alive in christ there is a call so take a moment and sit with god and let him show you let him guide you he has something that he wants to deliver to you and through you it's not that he can't use someone else but he wants to use you the scripture says that you are predestined in christ to do what (laughs) to do what go ahead and ask him you're predestined in christ to do what you know um and i just thought this was like a nice little a nice little nugget that i wanted to add on there you know when when eli was training training samuel and helping him to i guess hear the hear what god was saying in first samuel 3 verse 17 we see that eli says this to him what did the lord say to you Tell me everything and may God strike you and even kill you if you hide anything from me. Can you imagine the amount of righteous fear that washes over someone when they say, tell the truth or may God kill you? Like, honestly. I could, I could just imagine all of the blood flowing, like just, just draining out of Samuel's face. Like, what? Like, are you serious? Of course, you know, homeboy told the whole truth and nothing but. And that was that. 
But my main point is God is going to speak to you. And when he speaks, tell when he speaks to you, you don't have to tell everyone, you know, this is, this is probably an abuse of power over there, but <laughs> you don't have to tell everyone, but you and God knew that y'all had that conversation and just be comfortable and just be confident that he has spoken to you. The world might not understand it. The people around you might not understand what you have been called and purpose to do. And that's okay. But, but, but stay secure in knowing that God chose you he called you to be his holy his holy people the one that he loved the one that that he has called a royal priesthood a royal priesthood a chosen generation when he said that he was talking about you so I really pray that as we continue on as we continue to dive into this and and we understand, you know, what does it take to truly make a king? We have to understand that, first of all, we are called people. God called us. God called us into kingship. He called us into sonship. He called us into priesthood. He called us to experience all of the greatness and riches that he's given with with, with basically no limitations. He says that I have seated you. <laughs> I have seated you. I have seated you at the right hand of the Father, exactly where Christ is, that's where you are seated. So you are experiencing the kingship in Christ, not as not as, as the world would give the kingship, you know, not as as the royals would execute kingship. No. We have a different kind of kingship and that is the kind that only the Lord gives. So if you are someone that's probably listening by divine grace, you know, if this is you, if you happen to stumble upon this podcast unintentionally, but you kept listening, I would like to invite you into this family where you can never be lonely. I would like to invite you into Christ. I would like to invite you into a place of freedom, a state of freedom, where you can understand that Jesus saves. Jesus is the one that has called you out. Jesus is the one who predestined you in him. Jesus is the only one that can save you and pull you out of every lie that the enemy have has told you, every prison that he's put in your mind, every limitation that he's put on on yourself. I, I want you to know that Jesus is reaching out and he's calling you right now. And this is your invitation. So if you are interested and you would like to accept this invitation, go ahead and just pray this very simple prayer. It says, Lord Jesus, I confess my sin and I ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I want to live righteous for you. I want to walk with you. I want you to be the leader and the guide of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. If you have just prayed that very simple prayer, I want you to know that you have been born again and we and all of heaven is rejoicing over you. There's a huge party going on with your name on it. So we just welcome you to the family, welcome you to the family. And if you don't own a Bible, go ahead and send me a DM. If you don't own a Bible or have a church or 
you know, you just want to know how you can stay connected, send me a DM. I definitely got some some great recommendations up my sleeve. And we'd like to send you a Bible to keep you in the word, you know, send you some information to help you to learn how to pray and to walk in this life, this newfound life with Christ. So let's go ahead and, you know, end, up, end off with a, a nice declarative prayer. Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you create platforms where you can be glorified and we can discuss you and learn more about you and in turn, learn more about ourselves. Father, we thank you for calling us. We thank you for making us yours and predestining us within you. Lord, we know that you are the one who has a plan and a purpose for our lives. You said that you do have a plan and a purpose for our lives, that you have a hope and a future that you do not desire, that we would see any calamity or destruction, that your desire is not to hurt us, but your plan for us are for good and not evil. Father, we thank you for calling us. We thank you for revealing purpose tonight. We thank you for revealing purpose we thank you for revealing the call we thank you for bringing clarity oh god that people are becoming even more comfortable with hearing your voice i ask father that under the sound of my voice that anyone who is who is seeking to hear you seeking to hear and have an encounter with you like never before oh god respond to that heart's desire Respond to their heart's desire in a way where people can testify that they have experienced your glory, that they can testify that they have experienced your your response, that they can know that you have spoken to them without doubt. Lord, I come against every doubt of the enemy, every lie of the enemy that tells any person that they are not worthy of hearing your voice, oh God. You are the one that desires to reach out. You are the one that desires to seek after. You are the one that desires reconciliation and relationship. So Father, I thank you. I thank you for everyone here that is called. I thank you for everyone here that responds to the call and that they may walk with lives pleasing and holy unto you. Lord, I say that you get the glory from our lives you get the glory from this podcast and you'll be magnified at every point and time well that's the end of this episode and you know look forward to dropping another one for you